Church Wellington AMA. That stands for Ask Me Anything. The series where we tackle the tough questions. We ask the simple questions and we explore the questions most people may think but may not want to ask aloud. My name is Ray here and joining me in his own lounge is Pastor Steve Hinton. Hey Ray, good to be here again. Thanks for having me by the way. It's nice and warm in here. We aim to please, mate. <laughs> kind of a big overarching topic, really, is Angels and Demons. Angels and Demons. It was a good movie too, by the way. Tom Hanks. Big fan of Tom Hanks movies. Um, no, I want to tackle angels, angels and Demons, but I want to kind of get an understanding of where they come from and what the backstory is there. Where do angels come from? Where do angels come from? Uh, so first of all, angels uh, are not just good-looking men and good-looking women or babies. I think often we see little cherubs cherubs we think angels are these cute little babies with um bows and arrows no so angels are created beings so uh, not only is god eternal but there is no start to god and no end to god god has always existed so uh that's a distinction for god alone everything else is created by god including angels heavenly hosts angelic beings and so that's the first thing to say is that angels are created by god they are spirit beings a- angelic hosts that are uh, they are eternal. In other words, they don't have a shelf life like us as human beings. Um, they exist in, on the spiritual plane. Um, they exist in service to God. Lots of different things. Um, lots of tasks God might assign to angels. Protection, comfort. Created beings by God that are, uh, that are spiritual, that are eternal, in service to God. Yeah. Do they all have names or are there some more other than the ones, the well-known ones, you know, the Archangel Michael is there? Michael, Gabriel. Uh, look, I, I imagine... more I, than that, I, I imagine. I imagine there's like a Bob and a Peter and <laughs> a Lucy. I don't know. Look, um, the Bible does mention certain uh, angels by name. And look, he knows us all by name. Why would he not have names for all all the angels as well? God is a personal God. So I just it would be my assumption. Don't, you know... If you disagree with me, you feel free because it's 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 not thus saith the Lord. But uh, I like to think that they would all have names. Um, okay, so where did demons come from? So this is where this is we're now talking about the original sin. Okay, so hang on, hang on. Original sin—that's a term I've heard before. It's not just a song by In Excess. <laughs> you go in there. Uh, original sin, and so God created the angelic hosts and. He had archangels, and I think easiest way to think about this is like in military terms that you've got different, you know, lieutenants, captains, generals, that sort of thing. So there was a sense of um, hierarchy uh, within the angelic hosts, and there were archangels. And one of the archangels was an angel by the name of Lucifer, which uh, is uh, translated morning star. And Lucifer was in charge of worship and worship under God. And uh, Lucifer at some point started to fall in love with him, his own image. And he started looking at God saying, I want and started coveting the position that God had. Why do I need to be second to God? Why can't I be God? And he, he got infatuated with himself and that led to him challenging God to be God. And so this is the original sin is Lucifer wanting to be God. And, and so what happened was a war broke out in heaven. Uh, Lucifer uh, had a third of the angels rally to him and God cast Lucifer down saying you are no longer worthy to be in heaven and he cast him down and with him went a third of the angels and the third of the angels that went with Lucifer who we now refer to as Satan or the devil have now become demonic hosts, demons and so now we have angels and we have demons 
So Lucifer's sin was the original sin, the sin of pride. So the original sin was the 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 birth of pretty much every movie ever made. When you're talking good versus evil, good versus evil. Um, I'd like to at this point just reference that it's not um, a cosmic battle and who's going to win. It's not that the devil is, uh, is or that Satan is on a level playing field with God, and it's like this like cosmic joust and duel, and oh, it could go either way. No, no, God is God, and the devil is a created being, and God is overall has all authority, and uh, it doesn't go well for Satan because we've read the end of the book. So, hashtag spoiler alert. But nonetheless, uh, yeah, he he is the uh, instigator behind. Sin and evil. I would love, I mean, wouldn't it be amazing to have eyes into the spiritual realm and to see what's going on, you know, around us? Uh, I think it would be a crazy deal to see, but not, but, but I believe that there, that there is that realm and that angels are doing more work than we realize um, in the, you know, in and around our lives. And, uh, and I also feel like there's uh, demonic activity more than we realize too. Uh, but am I saying, look, you know, if the, your car breaks down, there's a demon in your engine? I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, you know, everything's a demon. You really shouldn't have fed that mob way <laughs> after, after midnight, though. Yeah, so, but I would say that there's, there's, like in everything in, in, in Christian circles, we can fall off the horse in both directions. I think we can fall off the horse to demonize everything. You know, like I said, the car's broken down, or there's a demon in your engine. Uh, but then we can fall off the horse the other way and just um, become ignorant and we, we just don't even think that there are, this spiritual realm ex- exists and we become kind of like oblivious to it. And I think that's a dangerous place to go to. Um, one thing that was very evident in Jesus' ministry is that he regularly encountered demons and cast them out of people. So that was a regular part and of his ministry on this earth. And so uh, I, think we have, I think it's important that we have an awareness of that. And so the truth is that there is, uh, there is spiritual activity around everyone's life. I think one of the areas in which we are prone to, let's call it attack, is in our mind. And I think that, we, that here's the truth, not every thought that we think we originated or we created. We've got to understand that there is ways and means for uh, our minds to be a, a battlefield. And, and, and the Bible says, take captive every thought. Take captive every thought, like take it captive and say, is this, is this thought something I, I, I should hold on to or should I let it go or tell it to leave, right? Here's one thing I would say, that any thought that doesn't inspire hope is not from heaven. God is the God of hope. And in Romans 15, he says, I want you to abound in hope. And so uh, it says, he says in 2 Timothy, I didn't give you a spirit of fear. I gave you a spirit of love and power and a sound mind. God doesn't want us to, to exist in fear. Anxiety and depression are not from God. Now, do people battle with them? Yes, we do. Is that a real battle? Yes, it is. But it's not God's intention or is it authored by God? And does God want to set you free from that? Absolutely, he does. Does, the, does Satan uh, have a plan for your life? To destroy you, uh, it says that he he the Bible says he prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking to see who he can devour. Another uh, uh, another title that that is given to Satan is he's the accuser, the accuser of the brethren. So see, he likes to accuse you and tell you you're no good. So it's like he baits the hook. I think one thing again theologically, let's be correct here. Here's another point we need to make about angels and demons. They are created. We've said that. 
they uh, God is omnipresent. He's everywhere at, at at once. He's everywhere. An angel or a demon can only be one place at one time. They're <laughs> not everywhere at all times. There is also a limited number of them. So a third of the originals. Yeah. So we don't know what that number is. Uh, but that but that there's a there that there's a there's a number, and they can only be at one place at one time. They're not all knowing like God. God knows all things, but so angels and demons are not all knowing. But that because of they've been because they've been around since the beginning, they've learnt by pa- watching patterns of behaviour and seeing humanity. Uh, so they've learnt and they understand. They're so so there's a, there's a there's kind of like this wisdom that they carry to know how. Uh, and so how best to influence? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So 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 uh, yeah. So I just think. Whenever we say that the devil's doing this and the devil's doing that, look, the devil is a creative being that's in one place at one time, and I don't know if really right now I'm high on his agenda to be here pestering Steve Hinton, you know, Satan himself, you know, or is it just demonic activity, yeah? Uh, or is it just my flesh? Because there's that as well to, that, to throw in the mix. You know, uh, my sinful nature, my seed nature of Adam, my nature, my penchant to... Paul says it this way, I do the things I don't want to do and I don't do the things I should do. Well, I think we all can, we can all go, yeah, Paul, I get, you, I get what you're saying. Like, try not to sin one day. Try, try, try just to do one day perfect. Good luck, right? Like, so we all have that nature in, uh, as well. So we all need the grace of God. So, yeah, so then, that, you know, we've got to be careful that we're not saying, no, oh, Satan's doing this to me and the devil's doing that to me. I think that's just an easy line but it's probably not got a lot of truth, yeah? But nonetheless, there is a plan of the enemy to destroy your life. And there's a plan of God to bring life, freedom, redemption, uh, abundant life. I think one of the things that has happened is God has been painted out as the taker of life. He wants to reduce your life, marginalize your life. He wants you to be Ned Flanders, lemon butting up cardigan and oakley doakling your way to church and just living a boring kind of existence whereas over here what what the devil's offering is fun and you know just rock music and alcohol yeah just all the party and all the good stuff and over there's the library you know and that couldn't be further from the truth it couldn't be further from the truth Jesus came to give us life he came to set us free. Uh, he came to bring purpose into our world. And he has a plan and a purpose for every person and life. The devil's coming to steal it, take it, destroy it. That's, that's the plan, you know. There's two, two plans. And so I think that's important that we, we make that distinction. Um, I don't know if we've gone too far off topic here. You oh, wrote, man, wrote could, me back, mate. You could d- d- discuss this topic for, for a day easily. Uh, but I think that's kind of given us a fair overview to start with. Uh, if you, the listener, the person with the headphones in, probably riding the train or, or driving into town right now, wants to ask a question, if something's popped into your brain over the last 17 minutes and you want to get an answer to that, get it through to us. Social media is the easiest way, facebook.com forward slash C3 Church Wellington. Get it through to us uh, in the little messenger box there, that's perfectly fine. Or if you want to touch base on the website, c3churchwellington.nz. Any other way you want to get in touch with us, feel free. Otherwise, uh, we look forward to hearing your feedback, your questions and everything. This is C3 Church Wellington AMA. Pastor Steve, thank you very much for your time. Thanks, Ray. I appreciate it, man.